Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Christina. And this is our podcast, Let's Shoot the Fat. Hello, good afternoon. Hello, welcome back to our podcast. Today, we're going to give you our best pieces of advice for international students, which I feel like it's just going to be a summary of the past 70 episodes, everything we've gathered throughout this entire podcast. And yeah, we'll get into that later. But for now, the weekly recap, what was the what was the core of this past week? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I guess my highlight would be um, spending a time, <laughs> spending a weekend at my friend's house. She lives here with her parents, so it felt. I mean, and her parents are like super nice and funny and everything. So for me, it felt like like I was kind of at home, you mm-hmm. know, because like there were people, <laughs> and <laughs> it was really nice to not have to cook for myself for once and just I just like turned my brain off for the weekend and that felt really nice because I mean we are kind of towards the like middle of the semester right surprisingly yes so it makes sense that like I need a little bit of like reminder of home or something that's true what about you I don't know. I was thinking about this. The only thing that came to mind was our our camera success. <gasps> was it? That was on when Friday. Was it? <sighs> that to me was a highlight because we introduced this topic in the last episode. We were trying very hard to get a camera. Um, we kept going to this one store that had like gone viral on TikTok because this guy was sending, well, selling for God's sake. <laughs> Selling a bunch of his cameras. Every time we went, we went three times. It was unsuccessful. The third time we went was on Friday. We weren't able to get a camera there. But in the end, he sent us to another store. Mm-hmm. Which we kept going back and forth between thinking, we're, this is the time we're going to actually get a camera. And then thinking, no, not at all. Because at first, we were happy because he was open. Big success. And there wasn't a super long line, which was also a big success. But in the end, we went in. He didn't have any cameras. Like, nothing that we would want and that was within our price range i guess and so we thought okay this is not going to happen then we went to the store which i thought was going to be way too fancy like it looks super nice Mm -hmm. um i was like there's going to be nothing in here for us but in the end we both got cameras and it was perfect because the uh, the batteries was included um they were also able to give us the film right then and there so we knew that the batteries existed the film existed we would be able to develop the pictures like there if that was necessary like we weren't buying a camera that in the end wasn't gonna work so Mm -hmm. that was exciting that was a success i agree i mean it was a roller coaster of emotions because we kept going back and forth um with like buying one not buying one because in the as lauren said like in the first store like the original one mm-hmm. quote unquote mm, i mean honestly for the third time we were going there i was like well i'm probably not gonna buy a camera like no. that's fine maybe he won't be there or he won't have a camera i mean at this point the whole story with the guy is a bit confusing maybe even a controversial <laughs> because i mean i love him he's such like a cute man and he knows a lot about photography so if you want to go there to like chat to a person who knows a lot and like has 
experience from he loves to chat yeah <laughs> he does uh from like the like years some years in the past like it's a great opportunity but i didn't like the way he kind of was marketed i don't know if it was like his fault or the people who posted the tiktoks because honestly you could not buy a camera there or it it was weird because when we were there for the third time laura went with us it was her first time and so she kept asking about like individual cameras because we were saying i don't have anything i don't have anything and then when laura pointed somewhere and asked who's like yeah yeah this one but blah 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 and we there was always even... an excuse as yeah. to why you wouldn't want the camera exactly basically. and i was like you're not selling this to me like you should be like showing what you have it was very confusing so i thought he doesn't have anything but then when laura was asking like he did so we think he doesn't actually want to sell his cameras because he has i would say thousands of them uh -huh. but like in a collection like we what we saw in the store we were like oh, why is nobody buying a camera like there's so many they're beautiful and then he said that's not for sale that's his collection so i just didn't like that he kind of gives the impression of like you can buy a camera because even when we went for the second time he said give me a week before i like fix some other ones or something and i will have more so we thought he would have more cameras but i don't I mean, know it's it was weird. very like, weird some of them he very clearly says like i don't sell those those are my collections mm -hmm. but then there were others that he did say technically he was selling but we he wouldn't even like talk about it i was, was like, like no, so no you don't want this so you're selling this one you know even the ones he showed us that we could have our own lens like that was the only camera that he kind of talked about and i got the feeling we could buy it but it, yeah, but still it was weird still. like he would keep, leave it in my hands for like five seconds and then like take it back he wouldn't even you know i reached for it like two times because yeah. i thought he was like giving it to me to see <laughs> and then he was like it was really weird yeah. but luckily at least he was nice enough to like send us to another store yeah and so we went there it was fancy and then we saw a couple of cameras they were like beautiful we knew which ones were for sale like they were nicely put out and and then lauren picked out one and um i liked i mean i liked all the expensive ones obviously i mean yeah those were <laughs> but they were like two shelves the bottom one was um like cheaper ones and then the top one was like really expensive ones the guy in the store like told us that he was like check it out and let us know and then on the bottom shelf i was like okay i really like this one I was like looking at it you know we were googling what the pictures mm -hmm. from the camera look like and i was like oh i really like this one like if i would buy one it would be this one and so I'd, i got kind of hopeful then he told us the price i was like oh, okay no that's too much and then again i was like talking to the girls i was like should i buy it because i mean it wasn't an insane price but it was more than i thought i would spend Plus, you have to buy the film, and I thought I would have to buy a battery because it has a little bit of, like specific battery. But then he said it's included in the price, so in the end, I bought it. I mean, I can't even show on the video. It's beautiful. It's from <laughs> Japan. <laughs> but you know what's been the most difficult thing about this? Translating the Japanese. No, that was actually pretty easy. The most difficult thing is not being able to use, or not not being able to use it. But like, I haven't used it yet. And I was thinking that the first time I might use it is to take it to the concert on Friday. Because mm. we're but seeing Gracie scared. Abrams. I'm what scared. What if they take it away from Oh. Me? I mean, I don't think so because Laura went to concerts with the camera. Yeah. So I, I just, think... in my mind at concerts, they can take away everything. 
I'm, I I'm more scared about like the lighting or like if something if you could see something on the camera oh, that's the thing we don't know like until we get the first one like the first 36 pictures developed we're not gonna know if we're doing everything yeah. right or everything wrong. but that's fine i guess and i mean i'm taking it to portugal Mm-hmm. for next week because on saturday i'm leaving to go to portugal for a week so for Nobody's that I'm, surprised. <laughs> I'm really excited but so far it's kind of working out because we don't have i don't want to jinx it but so far we don't have any presentation mm-hmm. like stuff i mean we're supposed to work on one but like it's not presenting stuff no you chose a good week and then classes and are exactly being... two cal- classes yeah. have been canceled so, so, far, so good. my mom knows she always knows <laughs> she knew. so yeah. i guess that was the week well, yeah, and another thing that I wanted to mention, it's not relevant, but we had, like, five days off. So, basically, from the time we recorded on, we didn't go back to class. So, that was nice, mm-hmm. like, having that five-day weekend. We always have a three-day, so I mean, now, for it to be special, we had to have a five-day. Well, we had, ha- we had one extra day only, right? Only Thursday. Yeah, but that's not relevant. I like to look at it. <laughs> I mean, it was we only nice. Have one day when we would have classes. Yeah, but we didn't. It, was it was nice because we had the classes like Monday, days. Tuesday, and then the rest of the week was yeah off. So that was nice. That's true. Had a nice little picnic. So for the main part of this episode, we've decided to try to gather our best pieces of advice for international students and give it to you. You didn't ask. <laughs> Although, <laughs> but here we go. I've had kind of a trouble. Like I thought I would be better at Me it. Me too. I was struggling to come up with. Right, and I've been here. Like, this is our third year. Well, the thing is, I kept coming up with stuff, but then I was like, no, we already did an entire episode on this, mm. you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I guess it's just, that's why I said it's like a summary. Yeah. A summary of everything. Yeah. I'm curious to see what you came up with, because, yeah. I mean, I had very, like, couple of points, like, there were three that I, like, had in my head, because I think I thought of it, like, a couple of weeks back, and I somehow kept it in my head. Mm. But... Like, in general, when I was like, what would be the biggest advice we could give somebody? What what would you tell them? I just, like, basic stuff. Like, yeah. my biggest piece of advice, like, the first thing that came to my mind was to not be hard on yourself in the beginning. But we've talked about this. I kind of have one. So often, like but that that's too. the first thing I have on the list. To, like, it, it is difficult. So it's okay if you struggle and to not stress about it because that will just like make the first couple of months of living abroad even harder. I have more, I think, like practical things. That's what I tried to move towards in the end. I mean, I guess that's good if you have like more the yeah abstract ones, whatever we want to call it. And I have like the practical yeah. ones. So maybe we'll nicely piece it together. Okay, so... I mean, maybe we can start with the one you said, because I wrote down, like, be easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. And I want to say during the whole thing, not only in the beginning, That's true. because I mean, the beginning, especially because for, for me, I felt 
bad about myself in certain moments because I was like how am I not doing better at this how is it possible that my friend who went on Erasmus is having the best time and I'm over here like sad crying feeling like this was a mistake and I'm not strong enough for this so kind of be like gracious with yourself and I have one more like thing connected to this which is for example like with the language or meeting new people don't feel pressured to either do it in general or do it like right in the beginning and like very hard Mm. because I I think I did a good job with this in the beginning because I was like I have four years for this I don't have to speak perfect Spanish within a month I don't have to meet 20 new people within a month because you have time and I mean even if you don't want to you know like recently we've been talking about wanting to improve our Spanish and Mm -hmm. forcing ourselves more with speaking in Spanish like for example with our friends and I have come like it's been two years and only now do I feel more confident I mean it was like a continuous thing but now I don't really fear feel scared to talk to people in Spanish in class like of course I'm not loving presentations in Spanish in front of the whole class but honestly this second time we had the presentation I didn't even really prepare and I wasn't nervous no you I know? was so happy and so it'll come with time and I was thinking even if it doesn't like going abroad for me initially it was about like improving the language obviously but even technically even if you don't learn the language or at least perfectly you still have and get so many experiences from that and it doesn't mean that the experience is not worth it or you didn't use use it enough you know so and especially in the beginning i feel like even just by doing like day-to-day things you're gonna learn the language more like the thing is we're now at a place where me going out and like buying groceries and stuff i'm not gonna learn spanish doing that Mm -hmm. because like i have that spanish now like day-to-day spanish but in the beginning even that is gonna be like a little bit of a challenge i guess or like scary even if you can do it like a little bit scary like going to the post office trying to organize something there you know so i feel like that's enough like don't put even more pressure on yourself to i feel like this is bad advice this is bad advice i don't think so i feel like there's so much like everything is new in the beginning you don't need to add even more new things exactly that that's the key thing because now that we feel comfortable here we can put ourselves in kind of like uncomfortable exactly because now like we are steady and like we kind of eliminated a few of those situations so we can take on more now you know and it kind of came like naturally so don't worry about it yeah um well another one i feel like it's connected to this i feel like we've also already talked about it but to i mean this is for life in general but i'm just gonna like focus on international students is don't compare yourself to others like especially in the beginning it's easy to think that everybody else is doing better nobody else is doing better well maybe like some person somewhere but most of most people are also struggling like even if it's not international students like the change from whatever your life was before to like university life is a big change for everybody so even people who didn't move to university from a different country they're also struggling everybody's gonna look like they're okay because nobody wants to 
talk to you know in the beginning everybody's also like they're all strangers and you're not going to go up to stranger and say hey i'm really struggling so everybody's going to put up this front as if like they're doing okay and once you get to know people you'll realize that everybody was having a hard time so like focus on yourself don't compare yourself to others i have one that we kind of mentioned um we're, we're within... saying this about every, everything we're saying that's true that's fine yeah um well research your weather uh for the city that you go to study yeah don't go with your gut feeling your gut feeling is wrong exactly i mean i did research like a tiny bit in the sense of i looked at i think it was the university's website like it was the i guess before arrival something Uh, i don't know it was uh a web page of our university and there were the average temperatures of each season or like the lowest it can get and the highest it can get and i swear there was no lower temperature than like 12 degrees so i was like well that's great i don't need any jackets i don't need you know and that's wrong that is wrong so just research it you don't have to go crazy but like you know maybe the data wasn't uh, recent but it makes no sense because it's getting warmer and warmer because of Uh global warming so i don't know so just you know bring a a jacket (laughs) and maybe i can also say bring an umbrella wherever you go unless it's a 100 percent no rain country which i don't even know if it exists maybe no i'm not gonna say anything here because (laughs) i don't want to sound stupid but bring an umbrella because it's such like an easy thing but i was just thinking about it what if you don't have one like how do you move around i never thought an umbrella is such an important thing i feel like no i did bring one i don't know i remember going a long time without an umbrella i think because my the one that i brought broke and then i needed a new one very essential yeah i don't like it's such a stupid thing i guess maybe if you have like a good jacket you can maybe survive a couple of minutes outside it also depends on the strength of the rain (laughs) i love that we're just going (laughs) going into the necessity of an umbrella um but like if it's raining heavily you just can't like get out especially for me because like i walk around a lot like i walk to university to the sports class you know so Mm -hmm. And it's an easy thing to think like, oh, I'll get that when I'm there. Mm. But you won't. You have other things to deal with. Just I'll bring talk umbrella. about it in a bit. When you're packing to move to a different country, don't only think logically, also think a little bit sentimentally. What I mean by this is, like, bring everything you need rationally. Like, bring the clothes, bring the shampoo, bring it all. But also bring, like, one or two sentimental items Maybe this is pictures, a photo album, um, I don't know, the scarf your mother knitted, anything like that. Because yes, you need all of the stuff that you logistically need, but you're also going to want to have something like sentimental to like That's decorate true. your room with mm-hmm. or look at on yeah. your desk. You yeah, know? I did bring pictures in the beginning. I mean, I think I brought too many, which was unnecessary. So I did the opposite. I took mm. some home and kept so just like a few here but it's nice or my blanket from canada yeah (laughs) that i have i'm really happy that i brought it and i almost didn't bring it because i was like it's kind of a big item that's the thing i like when stuff wasn't fitting in my suitcases like i wanted to throw like all of the sentimental stuff out but in the end it was nice to have like one or two pieces Mm -hmm. what you kind of mentioned uh before was 
I know some people might like use the logic and say I'm not gonna bring a shampoo I'm not gonna bring a conditioner like hygiene products this and that I will buy it there but let me tell you I am so glad that I did bring all of these things I mean okay if you don't care about what shampoo you use like you literally just go and buy whatever you find I guess you're good but for me for example it's so nice to have these things because I I don't I don't think I'm like very particular but like for example with like I said shampoo and conditioner I like using a certain brand or like certain type of these because of like my scalp type and so having to like look for things here and the brands and maybe compare the prices and even where to buy this because like probably there are different stores than in your country Mm -hmm. or hometown and in your hometown you know where to go you know where to buy things whereas in other countries like you might not know and so to have to deal with all of these things right in the beginning like literally when you come because like if you don't bring any shampoo and you need to you can go without washing your hair maybe for a week like you, you still... need to get it all within the first couple of days exactly and, and i think that can be really 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 stressful so i was glad that i brought all of this i mean you don't have to bring five bottles no but no. you know to have one or at least like the traveling yeah. pack or something it it was really helpful for me yeah i agree i did that too and i was glad i did that for some reason i can't think of any other things than shampoo <laughs> and conditioner i but mean, I mean deodorant i still haven't found this well, I still haven't found good deodorant here. Yeah, I mean, even a th- toothpaste. I brought my own. T- t- the yeah, thing is, I still I don't bring know it to which this day. To buy. I still the bring toothbrush? toothpaste. toothpaste. Oh. And I mean, toothbrush too, because I use the electric one. Mm. And I, I, that's the thing. I wouldn't know where to buy the heads. No, here. I haven't figured that out. Maybe on Amazon, but. Not the ones that fit at mine. home. It's. You have an electric toothbrush? No, not anymore. Because I can't find... Well, this is also an issue in Switzerland. I In in no country can I find the little, like, toothbrush that fits on mine ah. anymore. I don't know if they, like, made a new version of it and this, this could... I mean, you can it. try Amazon, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could try it in Spain. That's true. Yes. And then the next one is something that I didn't do, but I do wish I did, is to right well not right when you get here but like within the first month or so to like start doing some sports or join a book club or something like that not even for the reason of like trying to meet people but just so you have something to do that's not university and so you get like a little bit of additional structure into your life because in the beginning all I was doing is going to class or sitting in my room or maybe once in a while forcing myself to like get out of my comfort zone and like meet new people like that's all I was doing and when I wasn't really socializing like I didn't have any like hobby for myself you know outside of the house so I would say whatever it is a Pilates class yoga class anything to get you out of the house and give you a little bit structure and also give you a little bit of like normalcy because you just left all of your hobbies and everything behind you know I 100% agree because for me what was difficult was in the beginning like the right few week first few weeks was that i didn't have anything mm-hmm. like in my schedule and so 
I had a lot of time to just sit here and think and stress about things and think about my feelings too much. Whereas once we started our Pilates classes, was it the first year? Yes, but like the very end, we didn't start until like... I think we were going in November. November. Yeah. And then we came back and did the second semester. Yeah, yeah. And then last year, first semester as well, right? And that was really nice to have at least like one thing, whatever it is, like you said, a book club Mm -hmm. or a sports class, like whatever that is like regular and you're kind of quote unquote like forced to go because either you paid for it or it's just a regular activity. And I guess it's also great because there's people. Yeah. And even even if those people don't become your best friends. Exactly. you You don't even have to socialize with them, but just like being around people, because like I said, I spent a lot of time here in my bedroom, like by myself and me being used to a big family or like if mm-hmm. you know where a lot of women are in, in my family so we're loud and like there's always something going on and going from that to a silent me silent room by myself like that was hard and I was like I wasn't closed here all the time like I went out for walks or for coffee but that's still being by myself so it's a really good yeah. thing yeah to do what I also recommend doing is bringing some kind of hobby with you here, whatever it is. For example, for me, I have my own Czech podcast, so I brought my mic to be able to maybe continue doing that. Or I brought the the coloring book on, or man, mandala. mandala, that's what we yeah. call it, I don't know. And crisscross, crisscross puzzle? What's that? Crossword? No, crossword. Cross- <laughs> Sorry. Crossword puzzle and my my pen pencils. What are the colored ones called? Coloring pens? No. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. Um so I would have at least something to do here because like I said, in the beginning mm-hmm. you spend a lot of time by yourself. I mean, unless you're the soch and like you go out and some talk to everyone don't. but some people don't so it's nice to have something like to do here because i mean i was watching a lot of like shows in the beginning um but so you have something else maybe bring some books because i also brought books um which now i would like to um switch to kindle <laughs> but we'll see how that goes because you know books weigh a lot yeah um so it's really nice to have something to do here to spend your time on no that's a good point because i didn't do that and at some point my of a mom the mother of a friend of mine she literally sent me a puzzle and that <laughs> saved my life that's nice i'm gonna struggle to explain this mm-hmm. but this is not so much about well i feel like a lot of these were based on like the beginning of studying abroad this one just is for all all four years or however many years you're studying abroad um First impressions are worth nothing, which is a controversial statement. But I mean it in the sense of don't, like, panic immediately. Like, when you start university, you're going to have a bunch of new classes. You're going to have, with like, after the first week of classes, you're going to think that you know what to expect with these classes. You're going to start panicking because some seem difficult. You're going to start panicking because some seem like they're a lot of work. You're going to have first impressions of professors and think like, oh, he seems very strict. Oh, he's going to grade like in a super strict way. You know nothing. Just go 
like see where it takes you don't like panic after the first week the first month of classes because probably everything's gonna change in our experience the classes we were scared of turned out to be fine the classes that in the first week we thought oh this is gonna be easy turned out to be hell so just just go with the flow and don't panic like right after arriving now on to the practical side of going back and forth uh i mean i have like three points (laughs) that i want to say about this but first of all book your flights early i never do this or at least like look at the price because i don't it doesn't mean i book all my flights like for the second semester in september like within the first month but i at least like look at it because i mean with ryanair specifically like they change the price every day honestly multiple times a day uh but at least like have a little overview and if you can if the prices are good or whatever just book it early because it'll all also like take one more thing off of the list that you have to worry about especially like the later it gets like you have exams and projects and stuff and it's nice to know also it's really nice to know when you're going home i was gonna say try to figure out the date when you're going home as soon as possible like talk to teachers about the exams like try to figure that out too because i i think it gives you some sort of sense of um like uh what's the word like some temporariness in the sense of like in the beginning i really was excited to go home i needed to go home like the first semester was tough and once i had the flight i was like okay this is the date i'm going on i know it's happening i'm not gonna get stuck here you know yeah that's helpful that's a good one second thing is you were talking about packing and don't pack everything you have leave something at home that is very important because i mean take a good amount of things with you because i think you took i took too little yeah you took too little i took maybe a little bit too much i mean it was good to have things here but she had a lot of shoes that's true (laughs) but when you go back home you don't have anything to wear luckily i have my mom and my sister i was gonna say i wear my sister's clothes i steal their stuff but maybe if you don't have siblings or you don't have the same style as your mom or dad or um your sisters because i also steal stuff from my dad (laughs) i was struggling Mm. i would wear the whole like the same thing for a month because I didn't have, I didn't leave anything at home. I only left like either stuff I wasn't really wearing, That's crazy. or my least favorite ones, or something that wouldn't even fit me anymore. I guess. And so I came home really um, surprised. So just leave something at home because you will buy some things yeah. abroad for sure. Even if you aren't a shopaholic or whatever, like you will still buy some stuff. And so leave something at home, at least the basics or like one piece of every, like one jean, one pair of jeans, one jacket, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So you have something to wear when you go home. And the third thing is connected to traveling because this last time I came here, I only came with a backpack because usually, I mean, the first time I came with like two gigantic suitcases, whatever. Um, and then from then on, I would only travel with a carry-on, which was fine, but technically unnecessary. Because I didn't, like I said, if I left some things home, I wouldn't have to like take it back and forth. 
and this last time for the first time i only came with a backpack i mean it's a pretty big backpack yeah so buy a good backpack and then travel only with that because it was so much easier like i didn't have to you know drag stuff around and i literally just had my backpack maybe a little fanny pack so you have like all your documents easily accessible but it was super practical and i will try to do that every time from now on i mean this time it'll be different because i'm taking everything home (laughs) because we're going on erasmus next semester but i'll try that yeah that's good advice okay so the next one that i have written down is that if you're studying in a foreign language like in a language that's not your mother tongue to tell the professors <laughs> like that's right our, <laughs> the biggest life thing. hack <laughs> <laughs> just tell them like i mean you can do whatever you want maybe like you can even send them an email beforehand i like to or we like to just like attend the first class and then at the end of the class go to the professor we and tell always, them always always the classic it. you know we're not from here this is not our <laughs> mother tongue so maybe we'll struggle at times to express ourselves maybe we won't understand something just to let them know and i feel like it makes us feel a lot better like that they know because i'm always scared that they think you know that they will call on me to like improvise and i don't know this has happened to me never i don't know why this is a fear of mine but it makes me feel better that they know um it is i don't know i feel like it's also just good to like tell the professor so they're aware of it if you have to hand any like assignments in um it's just good to like establish that in the very beginning no i wouldn't have thought of that but it's a really good idea and it reminded me of i think my therapist told me that like right in the first year because she also studied abroad and she told me that um if i'm scared that i won't be able to complete an exam or whatever like i should go talk to the teacher because she did that Mm -hmm. and she gave me like some specific example that they had like weekly little tests and she talked to the professor and they gave her like a little bit of like extra time and it's a really good thing we do it literally with every spanish class we have and it doesn't mean like we will get extra time whatever but it's comforting to know that the professor knows it's not your first language so like you won't get bombarded or like if the teachers are sensible Mm -hmm. like they will take that into consideration not with like special like we don't want any special treatment treatment, not at all but just um, to know that we're trying and maybe we like not saying something right it doesn't mean that we're stupid we're maybe just not being able to like express it well and if she asks us something and we don't answer perfectly it doesn't mean that we didn't understand the concept she was teaching maybe we didn't have to like or that we didn't listen or something yeah 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 and also like in our experience like every teacher has been great with that like they've always been like oh no problem like we're here to learn if you ever like don't understand something just let me know i can like repeat it to you like we can do or they also always offer like tutorials Mm-hmm. like one-on-one if we don't understand something that they're saying so yeah. they've always been great and even if you think you do need some sort of like a quote-unquote special treatment just go and ask like it won't hurt if you ask in a like polite like and respectful way exactly we exactly. got to use a dictionary for the fun in the end we didn't really need it yeah. but like it was so comforting to mm-hmm. us knowing that we were able to use it and we really didn't think she would let us because she was kind of a strict and she teacher. even let us have our phones yeah which was we could use insane. the dictionary on the phones and yeah so it's worth it's worth asking mm-hmm. and letting for you know. sure i have one last thing and that is i was thinking about what kind of phrase to use or verb 
I didn't come up with a great one. So I'm just going to say, have a diary. Is there another way to like, not follow up, but like, you know, like keep up, keep a diary, something like that. Keep yeah. up with your Whatever. diary entries. Um, because maybe it won't work for everyone, but there's two like good things about a diary or having a diary the first one is that you're like writing down your memories i guess it also depends in what way you're writing it because i think for me especially the first like two diaries i wrote were like really heavy and i don't think i shared a lot of like nice memories but it was more for me venting as exactly venting as a therapy because i dealed like i had some mental health issues and it was really good for me to just whenever I felt weird, bad, or I was either about to have a panic attack or I was in the middle of one, I, I would take out my diary and I would just write. And it doesn't mean it would solve everything, but at least in the moment as I was focusing on what I was writing, it helped me like non- not concentrate on the fact that I am having a panic attack or it would just help me because I would like write it out and um i just i just really recommend it and it doesn't mean you have to write down stuff every day because especially now that i'm doing a lot better i don't write a lot in there and i just like every now and then i remember and i'm like oh maybe i should like write some Mm -hmm. things down um so now i just use it every now and then but it's a great way to like if you don't have maybe someone to talk to or you know if it's in the middle of the night it's just really good to have one and i i wasn't the type of person to like write a diary like in high school or middle school i was just what would i write you know oh really yeah okay but now it was useful so maybe just try it or it doesn't have to be diary maybe just like grab a paper write it out and then throw it out if you don't want to keep it or diary like literally exactly exactly filming yourself venting yeah I have like three more. Can I just quickly? For sure. So the first one is to not be afraid to be like vulnerable. Like probably if you're moving to a new country, you're not going to know anybody and you're going to want to like it's kind of connected to the thing of putting up a front about like doing fine when you're actually not. And I, I feel like I'm not the most like vulnerable person, but I've realized that like but through being vulnerable through being like honest and transparent that's how you establish connections and especially like deep connections in a country where you probably don't have any friends at all so like don't be afraid to be vulnerable and then in terms of staying in contact with friends and family back home to first of all like give that time like in the beginning it's you're not going to really know how to best stay in contact with these people But I feel like with time, you'll figure out what is best for like each individual relationship because with some people, it might work like to like text regularly, whereas with other people, it might make more sense to do like a video call once a month. With other people, you might want to just like call them whenever something's happening. So to just like give that whole thing time and then slowly but surely like establish what works with each individual relationship. And last but not least, to take care of yourself. Um, especially when it's maybe a little bit more difficult or you have a lot going on, like it's the only thing like in this life that you can control is like how 
you treat yourself making sure you're getting enough sleep making sure you're eating i was gonna mention the sleep yeah super important and that like if you're going through hell the only thing that's worse is like going through hell when you're sleep deprived you know like (laughs) honestly like remember when it would it was always connected to like visits because the flights Mm -hmm. were at horrible times and for me to like get to the airport and back like that would take extra time and i remember one specific time and that was the first year in october when my dad with his girlfriend and my sister they were here (laughs) it was awful because they were here for only two days and they came like i'm just gonna make up the days but just so it makes sense like friday midnight we arrived home at like three in the morning because getting home it was just difficult then they were here like that whole saturday and sunday but like monday at like again four in the morning we were leaving to go to the airport and so very sleep deprived very stressful because uh, we were trying to like we were in two different locations because my dad with his girlfriend were living in the center my sister mm. was here with me so trying to coordinate that we had to take the night bus which it wasn't going <laughs> and all that and so i didn't sleep a lot both of the nights or three nights technically because i think the last night before my sister i couldn't fall asleep like i was stressing out i called my mom and then as i was like that monday early morning as i was going back here like i was so tired Mm. sad because it was still the beginning and i just had my family here and they were leaving again like all of this you just make it so much worse Mm -hmm. honestly sleep is the most important like i can see it on myself if i don't sleep enough it just like throws me off my feet and it enhances negative emotions honestly so that is so important and please try to like keep your routine going because another thing is that if you like regularly have a good routine like then if you don't sleep one night it's fine yeah like i was struggling with that in the first year because i was lying in my bed i was like oh i'm not slow i'm not sleeping this is awful like i'm gonna be tired i have to study i have to have an exam whatever and now i know that i don't have to stress about that because since i have like a regular routine that one or two times if it happens like i'm still good Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then i try to go to bed again like after that add a good hour and get like my sleep back yeah yeah so take care of yourself even if there's a lot going on around you um because like it's your biggest responsibility and it's one of the only things you'll be able to control and nobody around just change yeah and nobody else can do it for you exactly book Book club what have you been reading have you started my you you said you started the book i wasn't sure if i already said it in the last episode but i did start the book that christina has just read the marble collector by cecilia ayern ayern i think i I did i think i did i mean talk about it in last episode i don't know because i felt like i was also mispronouncing that name it's it's i I think you did say the name but i'm not sure what you said about the book i started it i'm not that far in but i'm really liking it it's very like easy to read it flows right? well i feel right. like you were right about this being a good book to like yeah. i don't think it's like an intense story yeah but like it's an easy read yeah. and like you are interested in what's exactly happening. like there's no emotional turmoil so far but like it's 
written in a way where you will still want to continue reading. So I like that. I'm also reading The Seven Husbands of Ellen Hugo in Spanish. This time, that's also so far so good. <laughs> the thing is, because I'm reading it in Spanish, it does kind of feel like I'm reading a whole new book. So I'm kind of I'm kind of liking it. That's good. I'm reading The Spot of Bother by Mad Haddon. And surprisingly, I like it. Like, I think it's the type of book where it's really, like, slow in the beginning. Mm. And then it gets, I mean, a little bit more fast-paced. But also, like, you get... It's, like, I think in in romance, it's called slow... Slow burn? burn. Yeah. And I think this is also... It's not, like, romance-wise. But within a book, it's, like, slow burn where you, like get slowly more and more interested in the characters okay. and in the story itself and i didn't expect it but now like in the beginning i guess maybe that's what happens with every book now for me like unless there's something insane happening in the beginning it's hard for me to get into a new book and to like remember what character is who and like what part the thing. do they have in the story even if something like really drastic does happen in the beginning lately i don't care until i get to the point where i know the characters yeah. so i feel like that's why i'm having like needing like 50 pages until mm -hmm. i'm like in a story and i'm watching the masterclass from neil gaiman um i finally got back to watching masterclasses Can't but really. he mentioned huh now if i remember i think funny hats And what he meant by funny hats is that he specifically gives every character something special that you remember that character mm. by. And he was saying, like, because he's, like, kind of teaching the class. So he was saying, like, it's a great technique to do because we're, like, you should try to help the reader, you know, give him, give the reader, like, a little hand. Um, a lot of people don't do that exactly a lot of people don't do that and a lot of people introduce a lot of character mm -hmm. at once in the beginning and so then for me it's really hard to like navigate through who's who uh, what part do they play so that's why i think it's genius but i feel like this is very common in like romance books mm -hmm. where they introduce the char each character with a little like anecdote mm -hmm. like they introduce each character by like quickly going back and telling the story of how the main character met this person and mm -hmm. like yes that takes a little bit more time but i feel like that usually works then you're but i don't a even think it connected. needs to be something like elaborate who was saying no, like no, one character ha can have orange hair yeah, yeah you know which it doesn't have to be that in this extreme but like something yeah. some quirk that will help you like navigate or something that they say anything really like smart. that yeah. yeah that's smart so i think i'm like in two-thirds of the book i'm trying to finish the book because before i go to portugal on saturday because i always hate like taking a book with me i'm unless i'm like right in the beginning because i was like ah then i'll finish it fast and like it doesn't make sense in my brain to like take yeah. the whole book if i have like some of it and if i left. have started a book even if i'm 10 pages in I need to also bring a second book because what if I finish that book? <laughs> and then you never do. And I never finish that book. Um, so I'm trying to like finish it now. But like I said, it's like really easy to read. And now I'm even kind of like excited to like grab the book and see like what happens next, which in the beginning of the book, it wasn't mm -hmm. happening. Like I didn't have an issue with reading it, but I wasn't like excited Invested. to pick it up yeah. and read. And now I kind of am. So that's, that's, that's really good. Success. Mm -hmm. 
Then we watched the fourth. <gasps> is it the fourth? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> season of Sex Education. Mm-hmm. The last one, too. It was wild. It was honestly wild. It was wild. What I wanted to, what I was thinking during watching it was I think they were trying to put so uh. many things into it. I mean, I guess the good thing is that whenever something happened, it kind of resolved quickly, you know? So I guess it, there wasn't like the suspension like during the whole season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it only has eight episodes, but it has one hour. So I guess it kind of equals to other seasons of other shows. But they were trying to put in so many like social dilemmas, social malaise as <laughs> we have. We had an assignment on this and it was called social malaise. So <laughs> I threw it in there. And she's learning stuff, guys. All these problems like into these eight episodes. Yeah. That it was just I was like, this is too much. I think the reason why that happened, too, was because the show started off with all of these characters being at the same school. But then, like, at this point, a lot of the characters were not at the same school anymore. And a lot of their storylines weren't, like, intertwined anymore. So it was, it did seem like a lot. Mm -hmm. I think it's good, though. Like, I really like that they did open these topics. I'm just worried that if people are maybe, like, close-minded, they're gonna hate it. I I don't think they would watch the show. Yeah. I don't think this is the type of show that is going to, like, change people's minds. It might, like, make people aware of things and be like, oh, I never thought of that. Hmm. But I don't know if it's going to. But I think, like, it would be for people, I guess, like us, who are already kind of, I'm not saying, like, we know about every problem. But, like, we're, like, open to things yeah. and we think about things and we're open to discussions. But if, you know, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, we... We'd be like, oh, like you said, okay, maybe yeah. I've never thought about this. That's good. Or we already know about things. But like for people who never thought about this or are opposed to some kind of un- ideas, like they will ha- hate it. They were thing. it's because like it was very like explicit and very kind of like even cliche a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. I understand what the like producers and creators were trying yeah. to do. It was just very intense. There were also a lot of cuts like you will have the most heartbreaking storyline and then switch to the most hilarious scene because there were That's so many true. different stories. And that was a lot for me. But personally. I think, like, I feel like in the beginning, it was more like, quote unquote, lighthearted and funny and Slow colorful. And yeah. Uh, and then towards the end, like the last episode was just insane. Like it was heavy. It was serious. Like, I think the last two episodes were like more serious. Yeah, yeah. So in the beginning, I was like, what is this? Like, I'm going to watch eight episodes of this. But at the end i it was fine honestly i, I kind of really it enjoyed it in the end in I the beginning too. we were being a bit judgmental but <laughs> we were like ah this is for high school kids but in the end i really liked it yeah. what was your favorite storyline without like spoilers mm, oh i guess the storyline of the groff family i was gonna say i know you're <laughs> but i really like that because it's like a parent and a kid like and, father son yeah and, and then the mother son mother <laughs> dad it was just, it was just great it was com- quite detached from all of the other storylines that's true that's yeah. true i mean especially adam which i loved his storyline specifically too. Yeah. yeah and then i also just love oh i forgot his name who what is his friend 
Which one? <laughs> oh, Eric? His best friend. Eric. I mean, that guy. I was like, there's Ruby. <laughs> there's... Well, honestly, I don't know who else. That guy just made the show. I am obsessed with this guy. He's such a Comic good actor. Relief. He's just... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, Comedic really Comedic timing. I mean, yeah. great. Yeah. So, I mean, it was... I would say it was different from the other seasons, but I guess maybe also because w- why they packed so many things into the last season is because this was like the last, last one. But I liked, again, I don't want to spoil anything, but I liked the way they ended it. Just the ending in general, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I liked it. All okay. of it. Yeah. And song of the week? What is yours? Um... I think my song of the week is. Just give me a second. Oh, I think my song of the week is "Doesn't Mean Anything" by Alicia Keys. I understand it's an old song, but I rediscovered it because I this was like one of the first CDs I've ever like. I think the first CD I bought like with my own money, mm-hmm. and so I was going like through a nostalgic moment, and I went back to it and I listened to this song, and it's it's a masterpiece. Okay, I my song is "There She Goes" by The Loss. Is it the "There She, she Goes"? Yes, because I mean it goes with the fall season That's and true. time and Gilmore Girls, which I'm watching right now. So it's a nice song. Love it. Okay, thank you for listening. We hope you maybe took some of advice unsolicited advice and if you have any maybe for us or for other international students let us know you can do it on our instagram two strangers two friends or is there any other place i mean we can put it we can put it as a question on spotify that's true that's true so if you go to the episode it should show up right Mm -hmm. up there please answer we always put a question (laughs) there nobody ever answers the other day I went on Anchor and there's like an option to only like only show episodes that have like answered questions. And I clicked on it and there was <laughs> there's zero. none. So please be aware that there are these questions for every episode. It, if you're listening to Spotify, there's always this like question box, I guess. Like if you click on the episode, there it is. And you can always respond. So we'll appreciate it as well as uh, giving us a review. Or sharing this podcast with somebody yeah. you think might find it helpful. And if you have advice for us, I mean, we'd love it. Honestly. <laughs> so let us know and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to get in touch, you can find all of our information in the description below. <laughs>